was in there. He died. He, he was a rebel. What? And he died a rebel's death at Why the hands of God. Because he was helping people out of the building? You said you were eight. How do you know? Well, the soldiers that were defending our country are the ones that allow you to have your First Amendment right. Oh, well, not there. We're doing a pretty piss-poor job, I'm just saying. <laughs>
church, America has damned itself through its tolerance of homosexuality. And God is pushing the country by inflicting tragedy on its citizens. And I want to thank you, Shirley, again for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my, my honor. Yeah, I want to begin um, by asking you a couple of questions here. Now, the Bible can be twisted into anything, <laughs> you know, with people will take verses and things like that. You know, and you can say a verse, you know, portrayed by love within Jesus. And then, of course, you can go to the Old Testament and you can find a verse that changes the theme a lot of times. And you, and you find it all. The New Testament spends a lot of time uh, quoting the Old Testament. The Lord Jesus Christ spends a lot of time quoting the Old Testament. Absolutely. The same gospel. Yes. I, I've actually listened to a, you know, a little bit of your audio. Um, I know you don't really have video on your website, but some of the audio uh, things, you know, we've talked about this with uh, some other shows, and that sometimes people do almost make the look, look like the Bible contradicts itself. There is no contradictions. It's, it's congruous. It's all, all the way through it. Um, you, you interpret the Bible by the Bible. You look at to one spot, you look to another spot, it all works together seamlessly okay. and wonderfully. Okay. Now you specifically portray, you know, the God hates fags. But I want to ask you a question real, real quick, because the Bible specifically doesn't say that. But I was wondering why you don't say what the Bible says that God specifically hates he in Proverbs six sixteen through 19. Yes, and also Psalm 5 5, he hates all workers of iniquity. And Romans 9 13, as it is written, it's, it's explaining the doctrine of the doctrines of reprobation and election. Romans 9, you get to verse 13, and it says, As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Okay. And uh, he doesn't only hate the sodomites, you understand. And right. well, the, sodomites includes a lot more than someone right. who practices a perverted, uh, you know, um, manner of life. Who uh, it's the people who it says not only knowing that the judgment of God is they which, which commit such things are worthy of death. Not only go ahead and do the things, but take pleasure in them to do it. It's the last verse of mm -hmm. Romans one. They take pleasure. It's sin enablers. And when you consider the small percentage of people who actually are engaged in the conduct and the, um, it's the people who enable them, Romans 1 says that they burn in their lust one for another. So you sort of might say they got a big hill to climb to behave themselves if you're burned in your lust. Sure, the enablers, so that they can justify their own sin. They say, oh, well, I mean, because otherwise, and it's been drilled way down. You're a big hypocrite. If you say, yeah. thou shalt not commit adultery, and the Lord Jesus Christ said, divorce plus remarriage is adultery, Luke 16, 18, and more places in that, Matthew 19. But he also says, if you've ever lusted, you've committed adultery too. Exactly, exactly. So if you're going to, but let's talk about the, what they're actually doing. 
This nation has a huge divorce and remarriage rate. I don't even know what it is today, but it's way past 60%. Mm-hmm. And so you've got your pews at these Christian churches filled with adultery and fornicators. They absolutely have taught the youth of this nation that it is just fine to fornicate. They don't even think it's a sin, or at least they pretend that they don't think that it is. Because again, the pews of these places are filled with adulterers, serial adulterers and serial fornicators. Mm -hmm. And they're proud of it. They don't even bat an eye. It's not even a blip on the radar. They don't make sin exceedingly sinful. So they would be terrible hypocrites if they were to say, well, our sin is okay, but your sin, no, not so much. And of course, that's what we've done in this country for forever. But that doesn't change God, and it doesn't change his standards. Correct. Yeah, and I wanted to mention the Proverbs, right? So Proverbs, you know, he hates a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood. Yes. uh, A heart that deviseth wicked. Six things that the Lord hate, and seven are an abomination. Seven, right. Feet that be swift and running to mischief, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Yes. Yes. And you got classes of people that God hates. So when somebody, which is regularly what happens, says God loves everyone, you know that they're lying. You know that that's not the case when he says he hates people. Even if he just had the one verse in Romans 9, 13, that says, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Mm -hmm. Um, You know that if it's just one person, your thesis fails. But of course, Jacob is a class of people and Esau is a class of people. There's only two kinds of people that walk in this earth. You're Jacob or your Esau, all the rest of your demographics are meaningless. Those are the only two that matter. So I I have a question that I was thinking about. And so I wanted to ask you going back to um, when you grew up, now you grew up, Fred Phelps was your father. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. So the church was created in 1955, right? That was, I believe. The church was a part of the Eastside Baptist Church. And okay. we wanted to start this work at West okay. Grove Baptist Church. And they asked my dad to do that, be the preacher there. Okay. Now, when you grew up, did you have an option of thinking differently? Um, I don't know what that means. Did I have an option? You mean, am I, am I a free thinking human being? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it, I'm asking, I guess here's, so. Here's the right answer. My path was set by the Lord, my God. So um, what I think about things is only because he gave it to me to think that way. He gave me this, just like he gives everyone what they have. You don't have anything at all. Nothing, nothing in your hand, nothing in your possessions, nothing in your heart, your mind, your body. Mm -hmm. There's nothing about you that's not a, the, what the Lord God appointed. He created it. He appointed it. He did it all for his pleasure. So if you say, am I free thinking? Then the answer is no. Paul said a necessity is laid upon me. I don't have any choice but to, to believe what I find written 
in the book and I want to understand it and I seek that. Okay. So, but, but if you mean, was I permitted in my yes. environment to believe what I wanted? Well, you know that I have some siblings that went right on their way and you can't make a person think something. You can't Correct. make them do it. I mean, we're both, yeah. I've got, I've got a brother who I, I saw an article where he's describing a book that was in our house that had images that related to the flood. And I remembered the, the book. And so he's describing this book and I remember this book and he's describing what he thought when he looked at images in this book, how angry he was that Noah could have gotten people up on that ark with him and how awful this is that this so-called or supposed God would do this. I didn't think that when I saw the, when I saw those images, I thought how awful, how awful that these people wouldn't hear and heed the warning. Mm-hmm. Now this is they're, they're, they're destroyed. Mm-hmm. It's ruined. It, this is a God that you should reverence and fear because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I understood those words and I believed them. Mm-hmm. I believed them. So okay. obviously two people can look at the same thing and have an, a different uh, view of what they're seeing. Correct. Absolutely. That's, and, and that's the premise of churches. I mean, every church has different perspectives on views of different things. You yes, know? but you don't get to twist and rest the scriptures mm-hmm. and say that that's just our take on it. You don't get to change the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ and right. say, this is just my take on it. This is how I interpret it. Peter said that the scriptures are not subject to any private interpretation. You don't get to just go off on a lark. You have to be, what you say about those scriptures has got to agree scripture with scripture. You don't get, you don't get to go and make the scriptures all convoluted and conflicting and confusing. It's not confusing. The secret thing belong unto the Lord, our God. But the revealed things belong to us and our children so that we can obey. It's Deuteronomy right. 29, 29. We, what? we understand that shall not commit adultery. Right. Let me tell you something real quick. You know, I um so I was an atheist for a lot of years, right? Um, and part of that had to do with my lifestyle, right? I was with your lifestyle, yes. I was heavily into drugs, you know. Um, I'm a counselor today. I mean, that's, you know, clean and sober. I don't drink alcohol. I don't do anything today. And I had some interesting things happen, right? Um, Where I was put in a position where I had an opportunity to fully read the Bible (laughs) numerous times. Read the Bible, you said? Yes, a a couple of times. And I, I was locked up in jail, right? We, I always kind of joke about it, you know, with just in the sense that, you know, God said he came for the, he didn't come for the righteous, he came for the sinners, greatest place to find the sinners are locked up in a jail. It's a joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, but you understand that that's a, a tongue in cheek. There are no righteous. I mean, he didn't come to save the righteous, but sinners call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Absolutely. There are no righteous. He's calling, he says, uh, Anyway, well, he's calling. I mean, the righteous are the people that think they're above everybody else, you know. But they're not really righteous. Huh? No, they're not really righteous. 
Absolutely. Nobody does. You know, all, exactly. all, all, all fall no short. All if fall we don't short. have the righteousness of Christ attributed to us, right. we don't have that. Um, if we don't have that garment of righteousness from our Lord Jesus Christ, we don't have any righteousness. Right. We've got nothing. Yeah, I had um, um, really learned the concept of knock and you, you know, knock and you will, door will be opened and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, and it was with a prayer that I actually made while I was in jail with a priest. <laughs> and, uh, and that was all I could find. And, you know, the prayer was, God, I don't believe in you, but if you are there, help me find you. I had some of the most miraculous things that actually, actually happened um, during that period of time. And it, it, it opened my eyes to a lot of things. Um, and I do have a belief in God, you know. You have a what? Honey? I have a belief in God. Okay. You know, and I do believe in God. And um, I wanted to touch on, you know, I know the, I know the tactics. I, I've seen videos and stuff, you know, of, you know, the, the protests and stuff that, you know, you guys have done. Um, and some of them seem a little harsh, <laughs> you know, in the, in the way that obviously things are done. Um, you mean the conversation? Is that what I mean, just even just the, the signs, I guess, you know, the, some of the signs that you guys have, um, you, you know, mean you take exception to the words written on the signs. What's that? Is that what you, is that what you mean? You take exception to the words. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, even norm, a lot of people would look at it and, and, you know, God hates fags, uh, um, um, God hates you, you know, you know, all, all kinds of different stuff. And, but, you know, when I think of Jesus and maybe you can correct me on this. Okay. When I think of Jesus, I think of love, right? I mean, he's, he's the picture of love, right? You know, somebody that, that came down to die for something that he should, he didn't deserve. Right. Yeah. And, but you you talk about our words. He called them a generation of vipers, and he called them. He used a lot of other words to talk to those. He is perfect, wonderful love to his people, mm-hmm. but it's only to his people. I mean, you have um, you have to you you. Uh, it's all about the words. Right. It says, and as many says the Gentiles heard these words and they rejoiced mm-hmm. and as many as were ordained to eternal life. Right. Believe. Yeah. Now I know if you guys ordained uh-huh. to eternal life. You will not believe. Right. I know that you, um, you guys stand on Calvinism, right? The Calvinistic. No, 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 no. I mean, John Calvin understood the doctrines of grace, but they're not his doctrines. We stand on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's all about the Lord Jesus Christ. And he said, it's given unto you, talking to his people, to understand these things. But I speak in parables so that hearing they will not hear and seeing they will not see. They will not. And their heart is hardened so they will never uh, repent or they'll never understand and I'll heal them. There isn't any, any, he, it says the Lord knoweth how to deliver the righteous from temptation and to preserve or reserve the ungodly unto the day of judgment. This is not 
any, you don't get to choose. He said, you didn't call me. And John in the um, farewell discourse, you didn't choose me. I chose you. And in seven, John 17, where he's praying the prayer after six, 14, 15, 16, the prayer in 17, he says, I pray not for the world, but for those that thou hast given me out of the world. And not that they should not be in the world, but that they should be kept unspotted by the world. What does that mean, though, unspotted? Like, a, like, like perfect? Does that? It means that you're, you are not sucked in to their manner of life. You're not. It, it, look, it says the foundation of God standeth sure having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Let everyone who nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. It says in James, you say that you have faith, but you don't have any works. Faith without works is dead, being alone. You show me your faith without works, and I'll show you my faith by my works. If you understand, if you have been given saving faith, you are going to come to the place where it is so abhorrent, the idea of offending God. It is striving against sin, always. That is the only thing every day, all day, every day, is to what should I do and asking to understand. You seek, ask the Lord every day, what should I do? Where should I be? What should I say? How should I behave myself? It is, and please remove iniquity. It's so grievous. Mm -hmm. It's blessed are they who mourn. You mourn for your sins. Those Jews that understood the awfulness of what they had done coming out of the captivity at Ezra 9, and, they, and that's when they realized that a bunch of those guys had taken wives of the heathen, mm-hmm. and he was so upset. It said, and then joined to him, set the, set, then those that fear, that fear the Lord, those people who are, it's very strong language and it's very good language. I hate to botch that language and it's not coming to me right now, but it, they, those who uh, um, have that fear of the Lord joined him uh, at that hour. It's too good to botch. So just let me tell it to you. Right. Okay. I'll just real quick. Get it. How's that? Yeah, if you were to say the chosen, sure. I mean, the, the Bible talks about the Israelites, you know, um, oh. you know, the Abraham and that, that lineage and stuff like that. So who, who are chosen? Uh, the elect. They're called the elect. No, yeah, the but who are they? Remnant according to the election of grace. And mm-hmm. it's a very small remnant. It says, then were assembled unto me, everyone that trembled at the words of the God of Israel because of the transgression of those that had been carried away. And I sat astonished until the evening sacrifice. I mean, it is the kind of thing where 
there's not any any peace if you if you do a thing and you believe that you have offended God. It's awful, mm-hmm. but this nation has pride parades. Pride. There cannot be any repentance. Definitions start to get in the way. So what's the point of what you do then? If, if these people are condemned, right, they're going to hell. How do, how do you know who it is? Well, I don't. That's, but how do you know who the Lord might have mercy on? He yeah. says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will harden whom I will. Correct. So, um, so you don't know who they are, and it says by the foolishness of preaching, they're saved. So if, you go, if you're going to go out and talk to them about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, you better tell them what the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is. And thus, the plainly worded signs that we carry when we go out to turn these people away. to protest proud sin. Yeah, but it turns people away, though. Well, don't you get it? Don't you don't you understand I, how these words land on the heart and the mind of the hearers is the exclusive prerogative of God. Paul says hope gives me great plainness of speech. We don't have to worry. See, it's it's not we're not this is an outcome oriented. We're not trying to get butts in the seats so to speak. We're just trying to preach the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And we're trying to do it faithfully, do it with the light that we have today. And tomorrow we'll do it with the light that we have tomorrow. And so uh, the path, the path of the just is as the shining light it shineth more and more unto the perfect day. So we do as good as we can today. And, and that's all you can do. We have the light that we have today. When we see a thing better, a way to do better than we do better. We don't ignore. We're not dug in. If we see a thing that we think that we should be doing differently, we do it differently. And if we think we should do, we shouldn't say something that we've said, then we stop saying it. If we have a sign that we think we were mistaken about, we put it away. But I can re- really respect that. In all honesty, I appreciate you answering that question like that, because that's what I'm interested in. I'm more interested in the, the belief part versus, you know, how things differ, because I'm, I'm here because I have a great respect, honestly, for your knowledge and what you believe. And in the mission, I mean, I, I just think that that's, that's, the greatest thing about our rights and where we live and and is that you know we get to share different passions of beliefs and you know like i don't hold your signs against you in any way in fact talking to you i cannot i you know it doesn't mean i agree with you but i can respect your passion for what you do and now understanding the mission that you have just described, because I think it's easy for people outside to look at and say it's a hypocritical mission, but to you, it's, it's, it's your mission. So, you know, like, like I can respect that even if I don't necessarily agree, that's okay. But I respect that. I just really respect that. Your knowledge. 
I want to, I want to say something real quick. So like, you know, when you look at um, like John uh, 13, 34, right. I, a new command I give you love one another as I've loved you so that uh, you must, you know, love one another by this. Everything and, and, will and know and that you are my, my disciples. If you love one another. Right. So right. my question being is that for people to know that you are of Christ, they would see love. How many people see love? Okay. So first of all, um, you said, he said this new commandment I give you, who is he talking to in John 13? He's talking to his disciples. They're at the last supper. Yes, correct. Okay. It's shortly before Judas goes to betray him. Right. And he, they're having the discussion. And he's washing their feet. And, and Exactly. He, and that's, he's talking to his people. He's talking to his disciples. Mm -hmm. He's talking to actually his apostles. Right. He's there with the 12. And he says, this new commandment I give you, that you love one another. But John, you know, is the love guy. He's the, he, and you go to first John and he says, this is how the whole world knows that you belong to me because you love one another. Now, of course, our, our, Charity, our love, our brotherly love for all of mankind, you see it by virtue of the fact that we are standing in front of you with this gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And to the one, the scripture describes it as piercing their hearts, and they were enraged and they ran on him to kill him or pricking their hearts. And they said, what must I do to be saved? The Philippian jailer, what must I do to be saved? So, it, again, how it lands on the ears of the hearer is exclusively the prerogative of God. One person is going to hear the love of God. He said it's his compassion. He said, I had compassion. This is um, uh, 2 Chronicles 36, start around verse 11, and you're going to see a little tight blueprint of the destruction of Israel. He says, that last king, Zedekiah was the last king. He was 21 years and he reigned 11 years and he did that which was evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did that which was evil. And then he goes on and he says, but he had compassion upon his people and upon his dwelling place, sending his servants rising betimes because he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling. But... They mocked the messengers of God and they despised his words and they misused his prophets until the wrath of the Lord arose against his people till there was no remedy. And then he sent the destruction. That is his compassion when he sends his people. And when you don't hear and you don't heed and you go from bad to worse to worse, 30 years, 31 years since we took to these streets. And it, when we started early on, we said, what you're gonna do, you're at, the, you're at a precipice. You're at a, this is, are you gonna go, is this nation gonna have same-sex marriage? We believe you are. And of course, at that time, oh, no, no, no. That's where you're headed. What you've done here is you brought this anger. And then 9-11 came and we said, if you think this is bad, if you don't repent, and turn this thing around, 
he's going to do things to this country that will make 9-11 look like a finger out, pinky out tea party. And you know he has. In fact, we're missing this. You're missing this right here. And we have a new sign that we just, we just got that says God sent the war in fury. You understand this isn't going to get better. You don't see it getting better. You see, you see that we're at a full gallop to destruction. And look at the people. Look at the way they think and do. Look what they're doing right out in front of your face. You understand the Lord sent that pandemic. And I mean, shut this country down. And it's not done yet. And in the meantime, you got a lot of other things. And a lot of death and a lot of sorrow and lightness. This is a, I, there was a guy on a, Ted Koppel, on a news program just a couple nights ago saying, you know, Ukrainians, those people in Ukraine, they have um, had this. They're tough. But America's not so tough. We're pretty soft. I'm thinking, that is an understatement. The nation of snowflakes. You can't say anything. You're in a, you, they'll make a man an offender for a word. Every cause is not anything too small, too big. We got to be up. We got to be. I mean, I, I, we, we're not the only ones. Certainly, we're not the only ones who see this. Correct. Correct. You're the honest. I mean, that's the honest truth. You're not the only ones, you know, that have you know, a, an opinion or, or put up words, and they do. It, it, it is the place in the world where we are just, everything's highly offendable. And, you know, that's one of the reasons that we do this show. Yeah, it, it, it's highly offendable. And, and I think, you know, the signs don't bother me because it, when they, if they bother me, and not just your signs, I mean other things too in life, you know, if they bother me, it means that I got to believe a part of that within me, you know, is, is true. And, and then it gets you in that thing where you want to, you know, attack. And I don't think we get anywhere with attack, you know, when we're able to have conversations like this. But we're not able to have, we, we're not having conversations. And. What do you it, mean we're not having a conversation? It, this is a mob thing now. It's the mob rule. I, I, it is incredible. Yeah watching how everything is on the table for disposal. No law, no rule, nothing. And the confusion, one day it's, we're at this end talking about this, and then the exact opposite on, the, on, some, on some of these issues. It's just, it's the most, re, um, it's sad in the, it's, in the extreme it's just like you're watching and the scripture talks about i used to wonder so many years back isaiah the prophet he starts out in the first chapter along about four four or five verses in he says why should she be stricken anymore you just revolt more and more the whole body is sick the whole head faint from the crown of the head to the sole of the foot, your wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. And you don't even put on a stinking Band-Aid. You haven't been bound up or mollified, it says. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying, I used to think, what does that mean? Why should you be stricken more and more? 
I don't wonder that anymore. I understand the path. They were on the path to destruction. They call it the 10 lost tribes. That is a euphemism, an extreme euphemism. It means the, the prophet said nine out of 10 were just destroyed outright. And the rest, gone, gone in the breeze. They don't know. You, you ask a Jew person today, a Jewish person, what tribe they're from. They don't have a clue. They don't have a clue. But God knows. And he's going to bring forth repentant Jews, 12,000 from each tribe. He knows who they are. I was watching a CBS. Uh, there's that guy, Steve Hartman. And as he was doing one of his programs one week, and it was so amazing. I was so happy because he didn't know his heritage because he was adopted and come to find out he's Jewish. And I thought, just think of how many people are running around this earth that don't know that they belong to this tribe and who knows God will pour out upon them a spirit of grace and of supplications and they will mourn for him whom they pierced mm -hmm. like one mourns for their only son. It is something that's so exciting and it feels insight. It feels like it's not far off. These you days say, that we're seeing. Now you have the stuff too on God hates Jews, right? Uh, uh, we changed that sonic. It okay. says God hates lying apostate Jews. That's okay. a much better way to say it. It's not just willy-nilly. They're lying and they're apostate. And they don't have any hope of doing any different when the Lord Jesus Christ said to them, your house is left unto you desolate. From that moment on, they are in darkness until the Lord has mercy on them, until the time, until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And then he says, you got to read Romans See, Romans 9 is starting, right? I told you about Jacob, have I loved, Esau, have I hated. You got to read 9, 10, 11. And it, he, he explains that whole, he says, so Gentiles, don't be arrogant. Don't be at all uppity. Because if you, being a wild olive branch, were grafted in, mm -hmm. think how easy it will be for the Lord to graft back in those Jews when the time comes, but it will be when the fullness of the Gentiles be come in. Mm -hmm. When the last Gentile receives their call. So that's what the scripture says. You got to go with the words that are written in the book and it's good. It's good. Yeah, you know, like and, hatred, hatred has been a big topic on our, on our show. We've, we've kind of delved a lot into it. Yeah. You know? They got to stop all that hate. Just, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like the you know, hatred in a sense is kind of a grievous sin, right? I mean, it's the opposite of the virtue love. It says uh, if you hate your brother in your heart, if you hate your brother, and by the way, you got to get back to Leviticus nineteen verses seventeen and eighteen mm -hmm. to start with the love thy neighbor, mm -hmm. and it says, don't hate your neighbor in your heart, don't suffer their sin upon them, but in any wise, 
rebuke them. You warn your neighbor that his sin has taken him to hell. It says, or you hate your neighbor in your heart. If you don't warn them, you hate your neighbor in your heart. And then he tells you why you should do this. That two verses ends like this. I am the Lord, your God. I told you to do it. So just do it. Okay. Isn't that a good enough reason? I'm the Lord, your God. Do it. Let's do it. You got to put a hashtag, do it. Right. But then you can go to Romans, though, you know, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, you know, rejoice with those who rejoice, mourn well, with those cursing, who mourn. Who's cursing? You're trying to, you're trying to obliterate, warn them. You're trying to say that if you warn them, you're cursing them and you're mistaken. It's, I see where, I see your point. No, I know. I yeah, but, so I found That's a video point. of you, right? that I had a question on, right? And it was, um, the, they asked you a question, you know, as far as, you know, what is kind of the, the point of what you're doing, right? And your point at the end of it was, we've done our job. I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you the exact words, okay? But in, the, in, the, in a nutshell, <laughs> like we've done our job, they've grouped up and they have rejected God, Jesus Christ, because of us, right? Yeah. He says, is that what the, to, to take people away from God? Is that what you're honey? I'm going to say this again. Yeah. No, we will tell them the gospel Uh and what they do with it. We don't have any control over. It is exclusively the prerogative of the Lord, their God, how they hear and what they do with it is between them and God. We've done our job. But what we see is that the whole round world, it almost with one voice has said no. And the time is coming. I'm telling you, Revelation 17, the day is coming when, when, they, it, they, when they are going to dispose of all these false religious systems. They hate the whore and they're going to burn her with fire, it says. Uh, and and uh, more words about that. But I'm saying humanism is going to be the order of the day. Humanism. Worship the creature. It's all about. And we're, we're pretty much there. It's just that we still have these ragtag uh, false religious systems that we hook onto that can't wait for their false idolatrous season of Christmas because that's when they can rake in some money. Look, I'm just telling you it real here. This, let's just keep it real. We don't need to pretend that this isn't for filthy lucre's sake, the scripture said. They will tell you whatever you want to hear. Mm. And so, but, but that's all going to, it'll all go yeah. away. It'll fall on the. Uh, right. Let me ask you a question. If you, let me ask you a question real quick. If you went to, I, I kind of know your guys' tactic. But what if you went to somebody and said, hey, you know what? I love you, and I want to let you know that you're sitting, right? That, you know, you are moving away from God. Maybe you should, you know, think about, do you think that that would be a more appropriate approach that would maybe touch people? Well, um, first of all, we have used more words in more ways than you can imagine. Let, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Let's just say that I have a, a baby and I raise that baby 
And that baby knows how much I love that baby as they grow. And I also teach them the gospel. Mm -hmm. And I tell them when they're doing, because it's my job. I'm the, I'm the mom. Okay. Sure. My job, I have to tell them. Absolutely. How they're supposed to behave themselves. Teach them. What does the Lord your God require of you? Uh, it's my Deuteronomy 6 duty. Every day, in every way, with everything that I do and say, I have to teach them what the Lord their God requires of them. And then that child gets grown according to the law of the land, becomes an 18-year-old person. Mm -hmm. And then they say, nope, not going to do it. Now, did I love that child? Mm -hmm. did, I, did I teach them? The best, can you imagine, if I will go out and spend my money for all these years, spend my money to fly all over this country, drive for days, and talk to my neighbors all over this country, and spend countless hours on radio programs and otherwise to, mm -hmm. to reach any soul that I can possibly reach because we're supposed to preach this gospel to every creature. So if the Lord opens a door to speak and I do all that, how much more do you think I gave to that child of my love and my blood and my sweat and my tears? So does that answer your question? You said what well, I not really it was more it was, what you need to do differently. Do you think I probably did that with my child? And yet they reject they rejected Christ anyway, being now in worse trouble than anyone that I've met out here on these streets. In worse trouble. It would, it says, have been better had they not known than to know and then reject. Christ, it says you have crucified the Son of God afresh and laid him to an open shame. So, uh, does that answer your question? Well, not really, because well, I, I was I was just curious as far as like the tactics, you know. I'm, I'm uh, telling you, that's I, part of my I, that's part of my right. tactics, if you will. It's not tactics; it's just doing what you can do where you can do it and saying right. right to him hope gives me great plainness of speech you say i love you does it not do i need to say that to everyone do i have to go to each single person and buttonhole them and say i love you does it not speak volumes that we faithfully have crisscrossed this country for all these years wherever the lord would send us is where we were it does, because I understand. I mean, I really do understand. I, I, like I said, I'm grateful for this for many reasons, because I do understand. So I want to ask this question, and it's a poignant question. Okay. And I don't, I think I might know the answer from listening to you intently, what you're, you know, you're, what you're saying, but I don't know. So, but, so with your signs, you're not saying you hate people. You're saying that God hates this at uh, the sin. Yeah. 
uh, yeah, we're that's not, exactly this isn't exactly about us. Let me, can I just say, none of this is about us. It's not that's about what how I, kind I of get say or I do. This is not anything about. about us. It's not about the flesh. This is all always and only about the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not about us. I see that. And so, no, we are not coming to tell you about our God. That's what I thought. It is not. That's what God. I thought. Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I thought I, thought I was on the same page with you in, in, in what you were answering. I, and I, I, I see that deep, passionate belief that you have in that, you know. I really, really do. I think that I think the term hate group is not necessarily what what you actually are. And I'm it was actually a hate a cult bit. cult. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we're putting it all out there. <laughs> but I mean, it, it just doesn't. You know, listening to you tonight, I'm, I am just still grateful. That, that, you know, I've got to listen to you so intently and that you were so passionate in what you're saying, because everything you you say, like you stand with that. And, you know, I, you know, I completely, completely understand where at first I did not. And so, you know, I, I appreciate the, you know, the way you've explained yeah, the reason Explain. the reason I was saying that was so, you know, I'm a counselor, obviously, and I work with people, substance abuse problems, you know. And they, you know, they'll come in and stuff. And I've learned, you know, my goal is to reach these people, you know, to figure out how I can reach them. Yeah. And so I ask that question a lot of times, like, how can I reach this person? How can I get to this person? And so my tactics will change, you know, Um, and part of it being that, you know, I, I, I have to be careful making assumptions, right. That number one, um, what kind of upbringing did they have? Did they even learn how to do laundry? You know, did they, did they know how to, yeah. were they taught, you know, different things? And so my tactics change based on the individuals because, you know, and so, you know, I have personally found that, you know, being presenting somebody that genuinely cares, right. Um, that they can see that you know, and, and that I'm, I am there for them, you know, and I am there to teach them. I am there to help them. And, and so, and, and again, I, uh, you know, and, and I too, just like Alana said, I, I love your passion too. And I love your excitement and all that stuff. And I, I think that, um, but I just, I was thinking about that when I was watching some of the videos was that I wonder if there's better tactics, you know, um, because well, you don't, because like, think about that too. Like if you grew up in a different family, you're taught whatever, you know, they're, they're teaching you sure. and it could be a, a Lutheran church or it and, could be a, you know, that we can't go. We don't know these people. We know that there is a grievous sin in this country mm-hmm. that we have policies of sin policies of disobedience to the gospel, to the commandments of God. And so we're speaking to that broad thing and all the pulpits in the country should be speaking to that. If there was righteousness coming from the pulpits, the people would have some righteousness, Mm -hmm. but there isn't any, 
There isn't any righteousness coming from the pulpits. So it, when we, so to, to be a, a little clearer, when we go out into uh, some place, we don't, we don't know those people. And so to say that we're accusing them or look, someone can come and ask me a question or they'll say that you're saying something about us. I don't know you. I don't know what your if you what your True. manner of life is. So it, what I'm saying to you is just gospel. I'm just giving you doctrine, sound doctrine. I'm giving you sound doctrine. But when I'm over here with my loved ones and these people that I am living among, the scripture says you have to consider one another to provoke one another unto love and to good works. Right. So what you're saying, of course, I understand that. Just like when you're get it, get real up close and you're talking about your children. Well, you consider what kind of a child this is and how do they learn? And what, yeah, you have to do all that. But right. that's not the same thing as going out and putting sound doctrine before the nation. They're angry because they don't like the doctrine. I mean, I can tell you how there are so many, you understand every day for 30 some years, do you know what words we've heard in our ears? Oh, I am sure. I've seen some of the videos and I've heard some of them. (laughs) Grumble, grumble, grumble. One one time I said, look, you just have to obey. Uh, You just have to obey God. And she says, I don't obey anyone. (laughs) That's pretty much, you know? Yeah. That's pretty much. Then look at what this nation is done. They they put on a mask. (laughs) Right? Don't you have one though that says like you're going to burn in hell or something? Uh, Do we? No, we don't have a sign that says that. There was one that I saw. I can't remember. It was something about hell. Like you you know. Well, um, we have a sign that says hell is too long. Stop the lies. Um, We have a sign that says you're going to hell. Yes, I think that was the one. And so, that is, uh, if that sign causes you to consider your manner of life and think about the reality of that, Christ says, do you think, let's just talk about 9-11. Do you think that those people that perished at 9-11 are worse sinners than the rest of us? The Lord Jesus Christ said, I tell you, no, they're yeah. not. And except, unless you, except that you repent, you will likewise perish. That is, You'll go to hell with them. And by the way, let's just get real here. When the scripture says, when the Lord Jesus Christ says, broad is the way to hell, the path to hell, and many go therein. Broad is the gate and wide is the way. Sure, Many go in there and narrow, straight. That straight isn't like a straight line. It's straight, S-T-R-A-I-T-E. Straight, like as in confining tight, uncomfortable, that straight is the path and narrow is the way that leads to life and few there be that find it. But broad is the way and wide is the gate that leads to to hell and many enter therein, go in thereat. So um, there's no, uh, there isn't any question that the default for, for mankind is hell. That's the default. And it says, if you'll do these things, then I won't abhor you. I mean, 
Now, do you do you differentiate at all between the difference between I know I know you guys have said like nine eleven was from God and and things like that, right? The differences between human choices that people make that people die versus God. You mean like their free will? Yeah. Yeah, no free will. I have a sign right here for that. Free will is a satanic lie. It's right here someplace. There it is. There you go. This is the free will is a satanic lie sign. Free will is a satanic lie. It's a satanic lie. There is no free will. You don't have any free will. You're as free, my dad used to say, as a, as a frog in a snake's belly. You're as free as, as a frog in a snake's belly. Well, how, how does that work? Then? I, I, would, I want to know. I got to know how this works. So, I, you know, like I was a drug user. I went out and did drugs. I chose it. I don't think God chose that and for you me. Didn't cho- you didn't choose that. You, you were appointed to that. You were appointed. Your path, hmm. you were appointed I to it. That. And then you were appointed to do something different. And you should be very thankful for that. If you are not a prisoner to that, yeah. you are one very fortunate person. And how do you show you're thankful? How do you show you're thankful to God? I, I do it through uh, helping obedience. people, helping obedience. people and, and loving people and, you know, o- um, obedience. You have to obey God. Yeah. My life's very different today than it used to be. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, uh, I mean, and I, I know, and I know without a doubt that God was a, was a part of my transformation. Um, I have no doubt about that. Um, because I was, he, he was, it was all, it was all, and he appointed it all. There's any thought you think, no breath you take, no word you speak. It was all appointed by God. Okay, so, so even Adam and Eve, Adam? Yeah. even their choice of, of, even Adam and Eve's choice of eating, no, uh, all. So all God, God knew we were condemned created all all things can there be evil in the city and god has not done it he he did all things for his pleasure um let me see if i can real quick find that verse because it's a good one jonah you want to help me with that on now that you're back it says uh for his pleasure and it says um even the evil for the day of even the evil, even the wicked. The Lord hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. That's Proverbs 16.4. I'm saying that there are more verses, and then you got to get over there to Job and read that stack of chapters where the Lord talks about his sovereignty. He says, now I'm going to talk. You know the book of Job? Yeah. And he, you uh, get so, down to the end, and he says, in the, after Elihu makes his, little, his speech for several chapters, he says, now, now I'm, I'm going to ask you, and you're going to answer me. And then he goes and lays out in amazing detail his power and his sovereignty. Right. This is all God all the time. He did right. it all. He created it all. 
He did. I mean, he told Job, you know, Job said, why, why is this happening? And he said, where were you when I created the earth? Where were you when I created the ocean? I, I get that. Not a know. single thing happening that wasn't appointed, including Judas. You understand? You start, you start trying to talk about people's free will and imagine what chaotic situation that would create. How's that going to end with the day of the Lord? How's that in line with the yeah. creator who created everything? Yeah. How's that in line with the creator who created Here's another verse yes. for you. This is in Psalm 90, 90 okay. verse, verses 2 to 3. It says, Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Thou turnest man to destruction and sayest, Return, ye children of men. He's the one who appointed their destruction, and the ones that he appointed to save, he was the one who bid them return. Does that yeah. make sense? He says, you cast the lot in the lap, but the disposing of it all is of God. And it says the judge of all the earth will do right. So that's the uh, another thing that, you, that I ask the Lord for every day, that I would not fail to see his hand in all things. When a thing happens, you got to bring your thoughts into captivity in obedience to Christ, which means you first, you look at the primary cause. All these secondary causes are nothing. It's the primary cause. So if you find yourself having an, uh, an affliction, you look at the primary cause. If some person did a thing, you don't look and get angry. They sued us. They took, they dragged us. They arrested me when that little guy that was just talking was nine years old and stood on a flag and they arrested me and kept me in those bonds for two years, two months and so many days, but who's counting. But my point is then, and and meanwhile, they've sued me in Baltimore, took me away from my babes for two weeks plus while they put me on trial. And, and do you think I was angry at any of those people? No, I know that the Lord did it. And I also knew, because the words say it plainly, that it would turn to us for a testimony. So if the gospel is preached, it went global. It spun around the globe. I got a call a few days after that verdict from a guy from Al Jazeera. And he said, I'm calling because it's all over the world. This, This business is all over the world. Our gospel was preached throughout, and the Lord did that. I have to be thankful. And I was exceedingly thankful. And he also promised us that he would deliver us. So even while it felt very scary, sometimes along that path, I got my husband. We had all those, we had 11 children and more than half of them were still minors. So they've arrested me saying I um, have done whatever that was they charged me with saying I had basically in child endangerment, you know, and I, and there was some quiet heaviness. And the next morning, I, my husband who has to drive to Kansas city to work and we're, t- we're, we're talking. And I said, I, I know, I know what this satanic ploy is. It's to cause us to be so afraid for our little children that they'll take our little children away. 
that we shut our mouths and don't go back out on these streets. And of course, that's not an option. It says, we are not as them that turn, that draw back unto perdition, but as them that believe to the saving of the soul. You know, this gets very real when you're mm-hmm. looking at a $10.9 million verdict. But right. the Lord delivered us from all of it. Many are the afflictions of the, of the righteous, but God has delivered us out of all of them. And Paul testified to it. The scriptures are too, too plain. It's too much evidence. We have the more sure word of prophecy. The Lord Jesus Christ was born in the earth and he did die on the cross. Now, what are we going to say? He can't really deliver us. Not now. This is way. This is America. They got one up on God. To me, it seems like if if that's the case, that nobody, there's a lot of stuff in the Bible that's sort of irrelevant, then, right? Like if we don't have choice, like irrelevant, right? So if no, 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 there's nothing irrelevant. If it it says ask and it will ask and it will be given to you, but if that's something that is not a choice that I have, how does that work? (laughs) It's going to happen. It's going to happen. His people, he has appointed them to ask. Right. He's pointed us to do it. Which is a He's choice, though. There's not one jot or one tittle. There's not one thing in the word of God that isn't going to be fulfilled. So don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Don't be a, don't be a, let me throw up a, a thing that sounds like I've got one here that you can't really, um, you know. No, I'm just, I'm curious on this. I'm not, I'm not trying to no, trick you. No, I'm, but I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Don't be, don't contend over these words. Right. Believe them. Believe the Lord Jesus Christ. It says, God is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. And you know that every man is a liar. And so yeah. I'm, I'm not calling you names or anything. I am accusing yeah. you. I'm just saying that's I, I have lied many times. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I, I feel you. <laughs> I have no problem admitting my stuff, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. Thanks for sharing that humanity with us. I mean, really, honestly, thanks for sharing that, you know, your your side of that, uh, what happened in your personal life. I mean, you know, that's real. That's real life. That's that's humans. We're, we're humans here. No matter what side of the fence we stand on, we're humans that have deep belief. And I think that's one of our superpowers, divine powers as humans is the power of belief. And you know, and so thanks for sharing that part of your life yeah. with us because people don't see that, that, that you don't see that on the internet. You know, you don't see that part on the internet. The humanity you part. The, you don't see the humanity no. part. And that was the point of this. Well, you know, my I, whole point and I don't like to get here. I don't like to go in that realm because it's not about us. Yeah. But I understand that. But if we can touch people, somebody, though. But know? when the Lord delivers yeah. people, that's, well, that is about us. So it's, it's yeah. in yeah. that way. Yeah. So I have to, I have to yeah. say the Lord has delivered us when the Supreme court d- gave us that eight to one. I was so thankful for the yeah. one, you know why I was thankful for the one because the one, the naysayer made sure that in the books, the records of the most powerful nation on earth at this hour lies the words that testify against this country it, the epic mm. was put into he put chunks of the words that we said 
into his, um, what is it? What do they call that now? Uh, when you have a, okay, you've got the majority of it, the dissent in mm-hmm. his dissent, in Alito's dissent, he threw a little fit, but he put those words, which is a lot of scripture and a lot of words about this country. And so I was so happy about that. You got to have a, a contender. You got to have a guy that's content, going to contend against Christ. And yeah. he got to be the one. And I'm sorry for him, but that was what he was appointed for. Yeah. So I got to ask the question, why do you use the word fag well, and, not, and not gay? Well, because first of all, that's not a proper word. Gay is not a proper word. But um, But fag's a bundle of sticks. We didn't didn't come up with any of the words. We used the word gay. And one one of my little guys used the word fag. And several of us said, no, we don't use that word. And then we're kind of standing there looking at each other going, why don't we use that word? We didn't make the word, but it's a proper, it's a, uh, it's a proper etymologically proper word. A faggot, a fag is just a compendium. Fags is a faggot. A bundle of a faggot sticks. is a bundle of sticks that burns yeah. quick and hot, just like these sodomites fuel the fires of God's wrath and fuel the fires of hell. Yeah. It's just a wonderful, elegant metaphor. I mean, homosexual actually is the more biblical term. Though. Yeah, you just try to put homosexual. You see that word right there? See that? <laughs> okay, I get that. I get that part. I get that. I get that. Okay. Sometimes you just have to have respect for the brevity of life and the yeah. smallness of the sign. Yeah. I, I totally get that part. Uh, yeah, that would be a difficult because you'd end up with a really small. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So. Well, and hey, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. I really appreciate yes. it. Thank um, you. Thank yes, you for sir. talking. This, and absolutely. This has been nice. Yeah. This has been a this well is, for you. Yeah. This is and we have a lot of love for you, too. Yes, you know? um, we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah. thank you I was, so much. I was, I'll tell you, I was. Um, you know, uncertain. I had no idea about you guys, right? You you guys came up because um, Lona and I were actually, I do a radio show also called, called Hot Topics. And, um, and we were talking about hatred. And so before the show, I had jumped on the, um, what's that, uh, the law center, the the one that tracks hate. Southern Poverty Law Southern, Center. Yeah, Southern Poverty Law oh Center. And I got like you statistics. You have to look into that because that is not a good place. Well, and so I, I was just kind of scrolling around. And then my brother lives in Kansas. So I was thinking like, I wonder what Kansas looks like. Right. And so I looked at, and that's how I got your guys information. Um, and um, one thing I wanted to, and I'll say, honestly, one thing I wanted to make sure was that you guys were not violent. Okay. <laughs> you know, cause I mean, there are violent groups out there, you know, that are and so. And they categorize you all as a, they categorize you all as a hate group. So, you know, that's, yeah. And so that was, it was just, you know, I didn't know you guys, you know? Um, and right. so I did a little research and then I'd sent a message out. It was Jonathan. Was that? Yes. Yeah. Jonathan. Jonathan. Is that your brother or my little brother? Little brother. And so we were talking and I got to say, I was, um, you know, uncertain, you know, with the, the picture here, you know, Lona is a transgender, you know, and, um, and so I didn't want it to be some crazy, you know, thing. Yeah. Um, and so I kept sending him messages back and forth and I was like, um, you know, I don't want this, you know, I don't, I don't know if you saw the emails, but it was, it was very back and uh-huh. forth. Um, and, and it, it, 
you know and then at the end too he had sent it and he goes just be nice to my be nice to her too <laughs> you know? and i was like that we're, we don't have a problem with that you know we're, no, we, not we actually are nice to everybody you know yes it's one yeah, of my is a amazing good he's a he's a defense lawyer by trade yeah and he uh, interestingly finds himself doing murder cases these days no oh, does he uh, defend, wow. I mean, it's just it's so but he has an amazing capacity to pull together the issues and yeah. um, he's wonderful. He's also an elder. Uh, and so every seventh week or so he preaches yeah. and I love his sermons because he, he just has got, I, I know when we were in high school, he's a couple of years younger than me and he was talking to one of his friends one day and I was listening to him. They were talking about these doctrines and I thought, he has got an amazing grasp and, and ability to pull those words together, pull those concepts together and spit them out in a way that yeah. is edifying. You know, it, it helps to helps you to understand. Yeah. You guys have, I mean, on your, on your website, you know, the, the, some of the sermons, I mean, you guys have a lot of stuff in there on love, you know, and yes. I mean, it, it really is, you know, so, so it does, you know, and I, but I get the whole, you know, people interpreting the signs as, as hate and things like that. And so that's why you guys got, got promoted to that website. Right. Right. <laughs> Lord, right. We, have to, we have to, we have to just say the words. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, I, 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 you know, like I said, I did research. I don't see you guys as violent at all. Um, I didn't, I didn't no. want, you know, somebody showing up at Lona's house with a gun and <laughs> no, no, we don't do guns. Yeah. Don't have no, guns. Yeah. So, um, but hey, I, 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 people get shot with guns. That's bad. Right, That's yeah. Bad. That's right. Yeah. I'm glad we got to meet the real, the real you and to yeah. really understand. I, yeah. just, I, I cannot tell you what an, what an opportunity this feels like in my life to actually get to sit down with you and even see how far I've grown just to be able to sit down and have this kind of conversation with you and really understand you on a human level and to really understand your mission, because, you know, it, it's, it's not at all what it's, it's put it's out. Portrayed. There it's not at all. Yeah. You know, it's not at all, not at all. So thank you for sitting. Yeah, with well, us thank again. you. It's nice to meet you guys. Yeah. Very, you. very nice to meet you. I expected horns. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, yeah. But Hey, thank yeah. you so much. I really appreciate this. And, uh, and you know, and hopefully we'll stay yeah. in touch. I, I probably definitely have some more questions for you and stuff and I have your email. Thanks. So, so that's good. So, uh, but thank you again. Thank you. And uh, we'll yes. talk soon. Right. Thanks. Okay. Bye guys. Good night. Bye. Bye -bye, okay. So we're going to keep rolling with this show for a minute. <laughs> wow. Okay, I gotta, I gotta say, okay, I, I, I liked her to, to. She was very yeah. passionate. I, I mean, you, you kind of hit yeah. it on the head. She's very passionate about what, yeah. she, what she believes. Very. Um, I, I, I had a hard time with some of it, right? I know you did, but <laughs> I know you did. I, I always, always do, man. I don't see it. I don't see it her way, you know. I, I, I see know. some I, I, things. I, I probably see some things mm -hmm. her way, right? But right, um, the choice thing, I don't, I, I think we have free will. I mean, I think, yeah. you know, I mean, because yeah. God says that it's like, you know, we're like his children, right? Okay, so right. we're like his children. Your kids have free will. Your kids are going to do what they're going to do. 
You know, we don't have this like empowerment over them. If you, that would be like being in, like being a a robot. (laughs) Right. Correct. Correct. Well, you know, and, and, you know, of course, you know, my view about it is, you know, God is not a man. So, you know, when we take the verse of, you know, we're made in God's image, people automatically go physical and, and body and God is not a man. And, and to me, you know, it makes more sense that, you know, God is a creator that experiences itself through us. And, you know, in that, and it's the systems and, you know, I agree with her on everything except that it's all the facts fault, you know, no offense, everybody, but, you know, no, I, 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 I liked her website name. I'm sorry. Fault. I do. God hates fags.com. I, I do. I like the website. I mean, it, <laughs> it's going to get it's short and gets a message across. You know what I mean? Like it's short and gets the message across. And they think through all of this, like this stuff is creative, you know, like, like when we uh, doing research about her, you know, and, and, and running into her daughter, Megan, I think, I mean, she does not blaspheme her family. She says she grew up in a loving home. And until I met her, Miss Shirley, which is Megan's mom, I didn't, you know, I couldn't see that by what's just portrayed. If I want to reach out mind, to, I want to reach out to the daughter, you know, I do too. I'm going to ask you. Let's yeah. I'm going to see if we can do that. But um, yeah, there were just, you know, she always was able to take a verse, you know, and, and oh, yeah. what it says yeah. and then completely go somewhere else and, and, you know. Um, she didn't have answers yeah. for everything, you know, but there's no. repeatedly times in the Bible, right. That show that we have free will. I mean, just by Jesus right. saying, you know, faith, faith is something that you choose, you know, I mean, it talks about in the Bible yeah. that, you know, you know, that you only have faith because of the Holy spirit and things, like that, but you still can choose to go the other way. I mean, there's repeated right. Right. verses in, in, um, in the Bible that, completely contradicts a little bit of, of that concept, you know? Um, I think what, I think if you look at too, though, if you look at, you know, the signs, how straightforward they are, <laughs> you look at, you know, the, the, they see the punishing God as well. I think that they read the Bible from start to finish and like, it's, it's an ongoing yeah, situation. Yeah. But like, to we, where, you know. like this, let, let me show you, say something real quick. So like Romans 12, okay, for instance, right? Mm-hmm. Bless those who persecute you, right? I said, you know, bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice. I mean, it, 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 these are choices. Mourn right. with those who well, mourn. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be proud, right? Be willing to associate with people of low position. Do not be conceited, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think that, I think that the way she knows the Bible in that it is like word for word, she knows everything that's happening before that verse and everything's happening after that verse. You know what yes. I mean? Like, we verses, it's all interpretation, though. It's exactly all it is. That's it. That, and that's why I say belief is our, one of our superpowers as humans. But it's right alongside imagination. And if those two things meet together by some chance, which is her dad 
thinks homosexuality is the sin of all sins and he combines it with a be- and, and indoctrinates a belief system, then, you know, that's two superpowers, yeah. belief and imagination <clears throat> that meet together. Absolutely. Because they mean that. Okay. I want to do, so I did an, an enormous amount of research and, I, and it was interesting how she kind of, uh, you know, switched it around a little bit, right? Because, you know, I was saying, um, you know, their approach, okay, was basically yeah. Calvinism, right? And, you know, oh, no, it's not, you know, okay. I get that, okay. You know, because and it was John Calvin asserted that God, right, had already predetermined who will go to hell and who's going to go to heaven, but has left us in the dark, basically, right? Mm-hmm. But, and I get your question. I that. think, okay, not only I think this stance on salvation and the character of God sort of crosses that fence of, like, heresy. I think it kind of spits in the face mm-hmm. of God in the Bible in a certain extent, right. you know? Yeah, because we're warned in the Bible, right? We are warned of like doctrines of demons that will come into the church, right? And, uh, you know, speaking lies and, you know, Timothy, right? You should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the the ministry God has given to you. Um, That's what they think they're doing. That's what, no, that's exactly what it is. And that leads to a sense of pride instead of humility. Yeah. You know, that's yep, kind of a doorway yep. to a lot of other false and, and dangerous doctrines, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, so they fall in the principles like part one, total depravity, right? So that by definition, the concept of this is that, you know, we're completely unable and unwilling to recognize the truth without God drawing us in. Right? And this comes from like John 6, 44, no one can mm-hmm. come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. Right. And so like you re, you know, that concept you'd say, Oh yeah, no, absolutely. hundred percent. That's right. Right. Mm-hmm. But the Bible claims that truth is established on the count of like two or three witnesses. And so, you know, and this means right. That we have to be sure that the statement in John six forty four isn't addressed or fulfilled later in scripture. Because if this mm-hmm. is the case, then it changes the meaning, right? And Jesus makes it clear that we cannot come to him without being drawn, right? That's what I said, right? Right. But later in right. the Gospel of John, we find that Jesus ascending into heaven is what will draw all men to him, right? John twelve thirty two, and I and I and I, when I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all people to myself. At that point, right. And it's at that yeah. point of ascension that all men are now drawn with the ability to choose to follow or choose to rebel. Right, right. right. And so yeah. if we're drawn, the next question that needs to be answered, of course, is how can, um, how we can know that we have a choice? Because she obviously says that we do not, right? And, uh, and one thing we do know is that God does not change in the Old Testament and the New Testament. Right. Malachi mm-hmm. says, for I'm the Lord, I change not. <laughs> right. <And> <laughs> Hebrews says, so the character of God is not different between the Old and New Testaments. And so in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. God makes it clear to the nation of Israel that they have two options in front of them. And those options are to choose life or to choose death. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so that, I mean, that kind of, you know, berates that, you know, it's like, 
you know, John three sixteen, the one we all know, right? For God so loved the world, he gave yeah. his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but believe it. Doesn't that require a choice? <laughs> yep, it absolutely does. It's supposed to. It's supposed to. Yeah. Well, I don't agree with, you know, I don't agree with the stance she has by any means. Um, you know, I, I think that the reason her the signs and I, you know, and that was where I was truthful with her. The reason the signs don't bother me is because they, have, in order for them to bother me, I got to believe a little bit about that's true. Right. You know what I mean? And I like I I have no like her. You're born a female or whatever. That was special to me. Like she put one up special for me. She did. You saw the sign. And, and you know what? And, and I and I decided not I love to. It. I decided not to change mine. Right. Because I was thinking of doing that. Remember, I created that one. Yeah. But yeah. I decided not because, again, I wanted to stick with love. I didn't want it to be any kind of, you know, um, I wanted her to present, you know, right. um, her stuff. And, and I think we got a lot from her. I really do, you know. Man, I, um, I actually feel enriched. I feel like I've grown a whole lot. I want to say to my community that watches this before you come at me with hate. You know, because of how I've responded to this, take a look at how to respond to this, because meeting her with hate ain't going to do shit. No. Like, I'm not going to change her mind so I can be happy, y'all. We don't need her to believe in us yeah. to be happy and know where we're going. So stop letting shit like that bother you. Yeah. Like, see the humanity in somebody else, man. Yeah, you actually and, were you but, actually were a little more passive than I was. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. And, uh, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to, you know, I got the point of, you know, because I wanted to, like what the purpose of their church is. I get it. I, you know, I understand yeah, their, you know, yeah. the goal in condemning people. Yeah. You know, I, I really the problem I had with that is I don't know how it's their place to do that, but um, right, I, right. I, I was exactly. I was going to get into that, but then I'm thinking like she's just got so much shit to just combat yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah. No, you gave her a good run. You gave it was a good tennis match. Yeah, but I had a question. I had a question, right, that I wanted to, um, and, you know, I talked to a friend of mine. He's a pastor um, over in Mission Viejo at um, the Mount Mm -hmm. of Olives Church where my parents go. And um, I was talking to him on the phone after we had kind of confirmed this because I wanted to talk to him, you know, pastor, you know, get get his thoughts. You know, he's obviously with the Lutheran Church, so they hold different views, Mm -hmm. you know, than Calvinism, right? And uh But he said something really cool, right? And and I actually I want to get him on our show, right? Okay. Because um, he really brings humanity to uh, to religion. He's a real person. Awesome. I mean, he he really is. Awesome. And, and he said something that I I really liked, and I um, I never wrote it down, but he basically said, you know what? By me loving in Jesus, right? My love of Jesus, okay. Let's say I'm even wrong, right? Let's say I'm wrong. What's that mean, my love in Jesus? So I'm going to live a life of morality. I'm going to live a life of love. I'm going to live a life because Jesus is love. I mean, he is the picture of love, you know? I wanted to also ask her and... (laughs) I, again, another question. I was like, uh, this is that one would go really ugly, I think. But I was, I wanted to ask her that, you know, what if you were wrong, right? 
Yeah, if you're I wrong, thought about you know I wrote you know? that question down. Yeah, today. I was like I was like thinking like you know you are and again I, it would have gotten a little ugly because I was going to throw our kids into this right, but just in the yeah. sense that you know you you know you're taking your kids you know you're throwing this stuff on them, right, and shoving it down their throat. I mean that's basically what it is, right, and and pushing them down this path. What if you're wrong? They're going to hell. Right. I mean, like, like that's the yeah. whole thing. Like yeah. everything that she was saying, I just, you know, she like speaks for God, you know, she, she condemns like God. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Bible specifically says that that's not your yeah. job. You know, that God, God's yeah. going to do that, you know, and how do you even know? How do you know? You know, the Bible also says things and there are all a bunch of statements that we will never know everything that God is above our understanding. I mean, it's all in the old, the old Psalms or statements. I mean, there's all kinds of statements in there that basically say we're stupid idiots and we're never going to understand. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm cool with that, you know, and that, and that's kind of where I, I, yeah, I, that's where I stand with the whole thing. It's like, you know, I love you, Lona. I really do, you know, as, and I don't care I if I'm, if I'm going to go to hell for, for you being my friend, we're going to hell together. We're going together. Yeah, we're I'll, going see you, together. I'll see you down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in the handbasket, yeah. But I can't see no, how sure. I can't see how love. Everything in the Bible says, and especially with Jesus, that loves the answer to all the, everything. You know, I think it's the interpretation of love, man. Like I really, really do. Yeah, like, like to me, like you and yeah. I are on the same wavelength with yeah. with love. You know, like we show our love by making because love ends up being a feeling that should feel. You know, yeah. I mean, love's an action. Love is an action. It is right. It is, and right. it provokes a feeling. And there's a certain way that feels aligned. You know, like to take. Take my life, for instance. I've lived. You know, I, I don't believe that shit because I got my lived experience. Because every step I took away from myself trying to be something different than I was, how many nights I prayed it away and the days that I prayed it away and, and just yeah. you know did everything I could, the further I got away from myself, the darker into natural yeah. hell I went into. Yeah. And the moment that I turned around and made a different decision and started walking towards knowing God and asking to know God and what that meant versus right. what it looked like and what it meant, you know, okay. as I've gone through my life, that's it. Okay. It here's a, purpose. check this out. Here's an issue I have with that whole thing. Okay. You're mm. going to burn in hell if you're gay, but you didn't choose it. She said it. You don't choose. I know. You didn't choose your, your that you're transgender. Gay no. people don't choose no. that they're gay. But you're going to have that's no. kind of an evil God. If, if I'm it's sorry, but, exactly, you know, it's exactly God says, that's you know, yeah, if you're gay, you're going to hell and I'm going to make you gay. <laughs> and, and that's what torments a lot of people like, you know, a lot of gay people and trans people are tormented because you grow up hearing that version of God. Yeah. And so when something's wrong with you that you can't change, it's yeah. automatic condemn yourself she actually answered the whole question she said it gayness is not a choice she yes right she because nothing happens by your free will That's wow right. she just totally answered that question so she good did. lona you didn't she choose did. that man so you can you don't have to feel bad you know i can 
Yeah. I can chill out now. Sleep at night now. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that like now that I think about that, wait a minute, what the fuck? You know? Yep. I mean, if you're not yeah, choosing, sure. then I mean, what are what are Why we doing? Do that? I, like, I, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, there's so much in the Bible that is pointless if we don't have choices. I mean, it really is. You know, all of these stories: choose love, choose. I mean, but you're not choosing. Why are you even writing that in there? <laughs> Why do we have this? We should just have like a page. You know, one page. Edit. Edit. Um, 37. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you didn't good. choose anything, and you're some of you're going to heaven, some of you're going to hell. Boom, that's it. There it is. You know, there it is. I mean, even like the stories of, of Sodom and Gomorrah, then, right? Those people that were going to rape the angels, they didn't choose it. God chose it for them. Right. What the that's fuck? Right. That's crazy. Right. Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, see that oh just breaks God. that whole argument apart right there. Right. And I want to say it. though, I still love the lady. I, I do. I love that lady. No, I do. You know, because yeah. um, we're yeah. sticking with love, man. You know, and she does yeah, not. She did not. I, she was not what I expected. No, because we did not come at her that way. You know, had we come at her antagonistic yeah. the way that that had we yeah. come at her like that, she'd have responded. Well, but then. Yeah. Did you well, notice? Did you her. notice those times that she was kind of getting escalated? Yeah, I, yeah. It, it was. It would have been Fair really enough. easy to blow her out of the freaking water as far as gotten her oh, just yeah. irate. As, I, yes, we sure. could have had that ability pretty sure. easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, because we some, had of the, it. some of the questions I was asking, she, she was getting. <laughs> you could see it like in her face, you know. And yeah, she was getting frustrated. Like he doesn't get it. He's not getting it. <laughs> I, I, could, I still couldn't get that one question, <laughs> no. you know, and she couldn't answer it I either, know. you know, but she's just like, just believe. Right. <laughs> just do it. Just believe. You just know? do it. Just you know? do it. Man. That's, that's always been, that was always my problem in, in, with faith for, for all of my, I was a devout atheist. Right. Yeah. Me too. Devout. Me too. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if there's such a thing, but yeah. I was a devout and uh yeah i i got so stuck on that idea of blind faith you know yeah and it was that the two books of um uh lee strobel case for christ and case for faith if you haven't read Mm -hmm. them you should get them Mm -hmm. they're they're apologetics Mm -hmm. and so they're all Mm -hmm. proof tangible things that that what the bible says is true very good books. And it's written like it, you're in trial, you're the jury, and you're going to make the decision. And so they okay. present the evidence, you decide, right? And he was an atheist. Um, he, he ended up being the assistant pastor of Saddleback Church, but um, he I, was... He I was had a, I've seen it and I, and I have been hearing it, but I was looking on Audible today for a book. And so earlier today, I was like, just show me to a book, I, you know, what I want to get this week. So yeah. that's what I'm going to get. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I want to, again, thank everybody. Please, you know, subscribe to our channel. If you like our videos, yeah. um, check out again our other shows. Mine is High Wall Clean and Lona's is Recovery Soul Food. Also the transgender mentor who's going to hell. That's right. Oh, you yeah. know it. <laughs> but I'm going with you. So we're going together. <laughs> and uh, we're going again. <laughs> you know, she didn't once, I want to say this real quick. She, I kept thinking, like, 
she didn't tell she didn't condemn you to hell you know no she didn't i, no. I was i was thinking that was going to happen and i thought she was going to condemn me to hell too uh because if i if we I think if we'd have antagonized her, maybe it would have, yeah. but you know, she, I think she's, she, I she saw some humanity in us, you know, I hope you I know. really, really hope I, I do. I saw some humanity in her. Yeah. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Has you got any, any final words? Final words. I just <laughs> want to thank Shirley uh, yes. Phelps Roper for yes. spending this time with us. It Absolutely. was just, you know, amazing for someone it, it shows the growth that i've done in my own life to be able to sit with her in love you know a couple of years ago i couldn't have done that so you know a lot's happening in this one episode that you all are watching so thank you to westboro for lending us one of your matriarchs and yes. Shirley. and um you know people listen to what we're talking about just try to walk a mile in somebody's shoes don't be so quick don't be just as quick to condemn yep. them as they are of you you know it's it, we got to rise above. We're called, you know, it, it gives me a, a perspective too, because if I had seen them like out protesting before doing the show, I yeah. would have had a fucking serious problem with this. Right. And I remember when I did, yeah. Oh, I remember when I did see them yeah. six years ago and I had a tremendous problem, but walking a mile in her shoes changed my perspective yep. a little bit. I could, I could Change actually see them opinion. protesting now and just go and, and say hi to yeah, um, no problem. Yeah, you know, um, I Without still don't doubt. have to agree. I mean, because that's the point, right? You know? it's like we. Yeah. And again, I want everybody listening to this that you know, walk a mile in my shoes is about understanding somebody's perspective. It's not about yeah. agreeing with them necessarily, you know. Exactly. But it's being exactly. able to walk in their shoes and understand. I really don't agree with most of what she said. Um, mm-hmm. There are certain things that she said that sure they're very biblical and they make sense. Um, but the, absolutely the again the perspective of we have no choice that's uh, kind of weird god does everything uh I, I think our choices also affect what we do i i, I yeah the bible there's too much in the bible that shows that we have choice yeah that's i have to yeah. agree with you then, for sure for sure yeah. but it did change my perspective and let me see the human and and the god in her because you know we all are a part of God, and so I'm grateful to have gotten to see this one, and I, I like this concept of the show. So tell us what you think, y'all. Leave us a comment. Um, Please. Send us a like. Tell us, give us some ideas of people that you want to walk a mile in their shoes, and let us see if we can walk Absolutely. in those shoes and help you out, you know? And even um, if you have more questions that we didn't ask for her, I can probably get her back on the That's show. right um absolutely you know? so yeah definitely reach out to us let us know your thoughts let yeah. us know questions we definitely uh want your want your insight um and and definitely like you said lona we like ideas thank you all for tuning in to all another right. episode of walk a mile in my shoes <laughs> and we'll see you guys soon thanks
message that you're sending here, do you think it actually is going to make any impact for citizens in the communities that you travel to? Look what the impact it's already had. They have joined in one united voice to stand out here on these streets against us and say, we will not have that man, Christ Jesus, to rule over us. That's what we've done. And furthermore, if you had any idea that once we have come and warned you, and you don't heed our warning, you don't any longer have any cloak to hide behind to say, we didn't know. You do know. We came and warned you. What you do with the warning is supremely irrelevant. God Almighty put his word in this earth and he said, obey me. Then he told you what was going to happen if you don't. He did not send the shooter to Westboro Baptist Church. Things would have to change drastically for that to happen. God is not a fraud or a liar. Humans are that. 